Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, welcome to episode two of the Context Podcast. I know it's been a while, but uh, I'll try to explain what happened in between. Um, if you hear any fireworks, it's it is July fourth, and I think people are starting to throw out whatever they can uh, while being quarantined. So I'm not sure if you guys can hear the big booms or not. But uh, before we actually get to the actual episode, I thought it'd be nice to have a little short stand-up uh, just to give a little quick recap between what happened between uh, my last post and today's post. Uh, first things first, uh, like I said before, I really wanted to get this episode sooner. Uh, I had this had this written, the blog written portion uh, last Saturday, and I've had moments where I could have recorded, and I just fell in this weird habit of wanting to rehearse uh, the talk before I record it, even though I'm trying to stress that this would be uh, kind of a first take conversation type of thing, dialogue where I don't edit it and things like that. But I figured rehearsing it in my head kind of gets rid of the beginning nervousness and jitters, but I don't, I don't think that's actually working. <laughs> and in fact, it just delays my whole process of uploading by a whole week. And so I'll be rehearsing this thing multiple times without recording it. And then Sooner or later, I'm watching an eight-hour video of a person building a mansion underground by just using a rock. So you know how how those days go. Um, So I'm still a little insecure about how the podcast comes out and sounding. Uh, It seems like it's... I haven't had any feedback about whether you guys can hear me or not or whether it's bad. Uh, So I, I assume I'm doing all right. So I'll just try to slap myself out of that mindset and just to ignore all these mind tricks that I have. But other than that, it is July 4th right now. Um, I would have been in California with my friend and meeting up with other friends to go to Anime Expo, but unfortunately that's been canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So I guess for me, better luck next year, and I have an extra four to five hundred dollars to spend for the year. Speaking of which, uh, for those out and about in the quarantine, uh, I'm gonna give a little PSA, uh, Panda's special announcement, uh, just to to be cautious and considerate. Make sure you're protecting yourself. You're being sanitary. You should be sanitary anyways. Um, and, you know, we're, you're doing this not only just for yourself, um, but, you know, for your friends and your family and the people that they're in contact with. But you're also doing it for the friends and families of the people that you just randomly come in contact with. You don't know their situation. They don't know your situation. So it's best that all of us can fight with each other rather than against each other uh, on this matter. So 
That's my uh, PSA of the day. In the meantime, I've been working. Uh, it's been fortunate that I still have a job that still challenges me and makes me learn more on a daily basis. I'm design. I'm getting to design some really cool stuff and uh, reading a lot of books to uh, pursue different knowledge of how things work and all that stuff. So I'm also on my fifth cycle of my workout program, which is, I think it's this cycle or the next cycle is going to be the most important, but it would be the, the months where I'm lifting weights that I haven't lifted in a long, long time. So hopefully I'll have enough motivation and strength to be able to lift those. Uh, you can probably check that progress out on my Instagram. And then uh, I will be embarking on a new design journey that you guys will learn about in just a bit. But uh, that's my stand-up for now. Uh, before I go, I do want to appreciate all the feedback and comments and people that actually listen to this podcast and read the blog. Uh, I appreciate that you um, taking the time to leave those uh, those comments and uh, reached out to me. So hopefully I'm going to still continue this and hopefully it'll be in a faster timeline than two weeks. Uh, my goal is, and hopefully there's someone out there that can keep me accountable for this, but I want to do at least once a week or something of that matter. If once I get more comfortable, I'll do more than one, but I think once a week is a good tempo to go on for now. That, that'll allow me to actually get this stuff running while actually doing other work as well. And so on that note, I'm going to cut this, play some music, and then we'll get on to the actual content. Welcome back. This is the can't read, let me listen version of the second blog post I've created. Um, forewarning, this episode leans more towards the design field and industry, but if you're an arts or you're a creator, then a lot of this could, be, could apply to you. And for those that aren't in that uh, industry, Maybe if you think about this vaguely, you can apply some of the concepts in there. Um, I think that's one of the, the greatest things I liked about uh, Bruce Lee's philosophy. Even though he was a great martial artist, he was a philosopher as well. And a lot of the things he applied to martial arts, you could apply them to anything in life. So hopefully I can uh, do something similar like that. But this marks the, the first episode, actually, of this design series uh, arc or season that I'm just going to simply name Design with Context, uh, not to be uh, a pun or anything, but 
I felt like that title is the best I can come up with for now. But the, um, my goal is to actually take you guys on a journey to show you the process of what goes into a designer's head when we had to design something. Granted, I think designers have a different version of what their process is for their own work, but this will be specifically mine, but I'm hoping most of you guys can relate. Um, if not, then maybe I chose the wrong profession, but uh, the key thing is to, to show how, uh, is to expose how we think about things and how we solve the problems that are presented to us. And so for this project, we're going to be building a site together. And it's not going to be any other ordinary site. It's going to be a portfolio site. And a lot of you guys are probably shivering right now and making some uh, disgusted faces because, yes, uh, a portfolio site for a designer is like a kryptonite to Superman. We always hate our portfolio site. We never enjoy making it or updating it. And, you know, even if we design one for ourselves for the first few days, we're like, okay, this is cool. And then next week happens and it, it just looks like shit. <laughs> um, in my lifetime, I think, I think I probably had around 10 or 12 versions of portfolio sites for myself. That's averaging one portfolio redesign per year that I've done. Um, the last one I've done, I haven't touched it in actual year, so it still it is still holding its ground, but the reason why I'm doing this series is because, well, I hate it right now. So, uh, But yeah, uh, I was never, never happy with any portfolio I've made. It was always a temporary thing. It always became a burden on my shoulders that probably always comes back once a year or ever so often and made me depressed uh, as a design as a designer because I'm thinking in my head you know I designed some awesome cool things but I can't design something for myself and so once I remember that I have a portfolio that's out there with some works in there the imposter syndrome pokes in and then the sadness and sorrow plays on repeat for hours and hours and months. So I thought to myself, like, why, why is that? You know, why is a portfolio site such a nightmare for me and, you know, probably other, other people out there. And I slightly think it has to do with the fact that we were giving we were given a bad guidance to what a portfolio is. A lot of our teachers or peers kind of forced this idea that a portfolio was about showing your work and having a way to contact you. And in addition, in addition to that, a lot of the times we are making portfolios when we need them the most. So usually that means we're building a portfolio at 11 o'clock at night 
so that we can have something for the recruiters and applications and college graduate graduates well college graduation the, the next day so we're always in a rush uh, to do something that should be important to us uh, We never got to learn that the portfolio is essentially our lifeline. And I've heard this from a different podcast of a guy who was talking about portfolio. And the way he described it instantly clicked to me like, wow, I was thinking about this the whole wrong way. So if you really think about it, what a portfolio does, it gives you opportunities, opportunities for clients and jobs and interviews and all that stuff. And having that, having those clients and jobs, you know, it feeds you, gives you shelter. It shows what type of person you are through your work. It shows how you think, because you're you should be explaining the different decisions you made and the effects uh, that it had on whatever project it it was. And it can also be a mentor where. This portfolio helps you guide guide you to your next milestone in life. Uh, plenty of times where I've been contacted through my website or portfolio of an opportunity, and then that opportunity turns into a six-year adventure uh, that I would never never give up. So after hearing about that in that podcast and kind of writing about this and thinking about it, it put it into a different perspective for me and how I should actually treat uh, the design for it and how should I should approach it. Uh, now thinking about it, you know, getting a template and shoving random thumbnails or pictures of your works is almost a disservice to your portfolio and to yourself. Like similar to like a house or a room, we're, we're kind of particular of what goes into it, right? We invest a lot of money and time to get the right furniture, position the right things. We're buying like a $20 Ikea plant just to put in the corner that's fake and doesn't work. But, uh, we still took time to think about it that because we wanted that flower, uh, that, that plant there. So why not do the same for a portfolio for ourselves? And so, as I mentioned at the start, uh, this, this will begin the series of Design with Context. Our project will be a portfolio site and the main goal is to create a site that can embody the characteristics and philosophies of myself. Uh, not only do I want friends and families to come there, you know, see the cool things I've done, um, but they should also feel the atmosphere and say stuff like, oh, yeah, Dan would definitely do do that or that's a excuse me, uh, that's a definite Dan move to do to decide that uh, thing or things like that. 
and uh, for the strangers and clients and you know other people that have potential of collaborating with i want them to feel like oh yeah you know this person's in line with what i'm thinking as well i like the way this person uh thinks about uh the solutions and i like how they solve the problem i think we're a good match so i'm gonna contact them so those are the um, these fireworks are crazy <laughs> they're making me forget what i'm trying to say so th yeah, those are those are the goals of the portfolio site itself um, but the goal of the, the series, Design with Context, um, is I want to give context behind what a designer thinks and does from start to finish. So you will see my process from start to finish. And I also challenge you guys to, to go through this process. You know, It doesn't have to be a portfolio site. It could be a website for your brand, or maybe you want to do a brand redesign, mm -hmm. Or maybe you just want to shape up something different about yourself because, um, because this won't always just, this design series is not about getting behind a program and making boxes, things like here. Uh, there's going to be a lot of thinking and researching and soul searching and all that stuff because, again, think about the research that you put into buying a house or furnishing uh, your apartment room. You don't just randomly pick up something from Walmart or something random from Ikea and just mash them up together. You're choosing things specific for their function, their aesthetics, and what you want to go for. Because um, I, I think... A lot of people misunderstand what a designer does sometimes. People just think that we make things pretty and we're creative and do all that. I think that's a false connotation and almost an insult when people say, hey, can you just make this look good or can you just make this look pretty and all that stuff. I want to show people and expose that Sometimes the beauty of design doesn't come from the result, but it comes from the decisions to derive to that result. Uh, when a designer shows you uh, an example mock-up of something, it's not like they did that in one shot and decided to, to show you, hey, look what I did. Um, and then you're wondering, why did it take you five days to show me this? It looks so simple. It's probably because we already went through thousands hundreds of variations before we got there and there's a reason why things look simple and there's a complexity in coming up with something that is simple so so that i wanted to spell that little stigma and attitude uh just to give our just to give myself and other designers more credit for what they're doing. We're doing a lot more than just opening up Photoshop and using the text tool.
I can guarantee you that. But um, I'll probably have more side conversations about that, and I'll, I'll bring it up when the time comes. All right. Uh, I think that's all I had to say about that. Uh, that's really what I had written in the blog. I hope you enjoyed this little segment. And if you know, if you're a person that's not happy with your portfolio or not happy with your brand, here's a challenge to redo it and maybe try my process and see if it works. I already have about three steps of the process finished because I was trying to do my portfolio a long time ago and uh, things got in the way and I halted it, but I, I still had a lot of my thinkings and research done for a good majority of it. So these episodes will definitely uh, reach that one week, uh, one week threshold that I, um, I set for myself hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're, if you guys decide to do this, let me know, uh, show me your progress and what you think. It'll be exciting to see how this process works with you. If you like it, if you think there's something that I could change, you know, all that is free conversation that I'd like to, I'd love to have. So on that note, thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next one.